Welcome to the Stylish Study Show. I'm your host, Ella Harmony, the founder of Stylish Study. This is the podcast for the students who want to achieve their dream grades, have a clear guide to success, and level up to live their best life. I myself went from being miserable with failing grades to reaching my full potential and getting A stars. Today, I'm here to share with you everything I learned along the way, so let's dive straight into this episode. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Stylish Study Show. Today, we have a super exciting guest. We have our confidence expert on the show. She's just created our masterclass for September, and we are gonna hear a bit more about that today. Hi Ella, thank you. It's really great to be here today. Um, And you know, it was really great to be um, the expert for this month of, of Stylish Study. Um, So hi to everyone as well who's tuning in. My name is Alia and I specialize in supporting professional women and entrepreneurs in building their confidence and self-esteem. So I started my business four years ago and um, I've really been growing it since then of, you know, the aim really about it has been to, you know, to help women in bringing out that fire that's sitting within them. You know, I really believe that there's so much that we have, so much potential within ourselves and, you know, I'm, I love to be able to sort of create that space, that platform to be able to, you know, help women to see what their potential is and bring it out of them. Amazing. So I've watched your masterclass that's just gone up and it has been so incredible. The transformation that you show in the masterclass yourself, like how you've gone from being not the most confident person. I know you shared a clip in there about when you did a speech and now how you present your um, presentations now in front of loads of people and how the transformation has really made an impact in your life. So for anyone wondering, so what is confidence and really how can this be affecting our lives? Because I know when people are thinking about their grades, they're not necessarily thinking about confidence, but it really is such a key part of not only being a happier person, but to be able to go out and get all those things that you want and live your dream life. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing, you know, I'm I'm a big believer in, you know, it's very important to work hard, um, you know, to study, have all the knowledge and the skills. But, you know, at the end of the day, if, you know, alongside that, you're not also working on the personal skills. So for example, your confidence, your communication skills, um, your how you feel about yourself, which is also, you know, your self-worth, your self-esteem. You know, if you're not working on, 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 you know, really delving into those things within yourself, you'll always be holding yourself back. You know, you won't allow yourself to really reach your full potential. And so, and, and this is the thing, you know, we're not always taught about these things. We're not always taught about, yes, how do you build your confidence alongside, you know, your grades, there's very much a focus of you just need to do well in school. You know, you just need to do well. You just need to work hard. And so what confidence is, is really it's about your, your belief, your, your, what you believe about your abilities to do something. So it's like, whether it's your studies, whether it's a project, whether it's about having conversations, building relationships, what is it that you believe about your abilities uh, to do that? So it really is important because without confidence, you'll always be finding ways to hold yourself back. You'll be making excuses. You'll be hiding away. You don't allow yourself to see the opportunities that are there. And, you know, the incredible thing about confidence, and I, you know, very much spoke about this in, in, in my masterclass, I'm delving a bit deeper into to what it is. And I spoke about the fact that, you know, it is a skill. And that's the great thing about it. You know, it's not necessarily like you either have confidence or you don't. It absolutely is a skill and the more you practice it the stronger it becomes over time and yes absolutely for me there was a time when my confidence was much lower you know I 
I never really dreamed big for myself. I never really thought that I could do great things. I would often compare myself to other people. I was very hard on myself. Um, wouldn't really trust my decisions. And so it's really from me having supportive people in my life, having mentors, from them helping me to see, you know, the world and myself in a different way that really just started to change and transform things for me. And that's what I love to be able to do for others as well. Definitely. And I think for me as well, during sit form, I kind of went on this sort of confidence journey and I'm still working on it myself now. Like, I don't think that it's something that like you'll feel a lot more confident in but it's something that you can always sort of work on and have going behind the scenes but I do really think that like you said if you don't have that confidence you're gonna hold yourself back and then ultimately that's how it really affects our lives because we need to take chances and we need to believe in ourselves that we can do things in order to get to the places that we want to be especially so if we think about for example studying um, we need to be able to believe in ourselves that we can get those grades to then go for those jobs that we want. Or, for example, trying to write a personal statement. We need to have those volunteering opportunities, those extracurricular things to then be able to write a great personal statement to then get into a good uni. And the more that you put yourselves out there and the more that you say yes to things, the more amazing opportunities come your way and then the more expansive you can create your life. So I really just want to reiterate that to everyone that yes it's like confident and it's like feeling good within yourself but it really opens up so many doors for you yeah it it, it absolutely does you know for sure and um and it, it's a lot you know I think it's important to give yourself more credit like you said there are so many things that you're working on and you know it's, it's a lot you know and so yeah. alongside that it's so important to, to have the self-belief alongside that to keep motivating you and you know it absolutely is a lifelong journey and I really want to highlight that because you know, it's not a destination, you know, confidence isn't a destination, like, right, that's it now, um, all is good, because, you know, life will constantly bring newness, you know, there'll be new challenges, there'll be new obstacles, you, ha you have a new job, you go to university, you have a new relationship, you maybe move to another country, another city, and so, you know, you're all, you know, if you're, whenever you're out of your comfort zone, this will require you to, you know, that's when you feel uncomfortable, and so that's when, you know, you're put in that uncomfortable situation again. And that requires you to then, you know, sort of work on building your confidence. So it's never really like, okay, I'm here now, that's it. So I think even just, yeah, taking the pressure off of yourself to have it all figured out now, absolutely not. It is a lifelong journey. And self-love, you know, I very much teach about self-love as well. Self-love, building confidence is, is self-awareness, like even getting to know yourself. It's a lifelong journey because you're always learning more about yourself. You're always growing. You're always evolving. Yeah, definitely. And I know for like, sure, for myself, like I spoke about a bit earlier, that that really is something that, yes, like some days I'll have a really confident day. But at the same time, like you can have those sort of off days, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you've taken a step back in your journey. It just means that maybe today just wasn't your day. So how can you identify for anyone listening right now low confidence so if anyone's thinking ah oh, i don't actually know whether i am confident or not like how can people identify this low confidence you know there are a number of um different uh kind of you know factors the kind of things that you can identify um and in the masterclass i put together um a slide where i talk about this and these are sort of the the most common signs at least that i see with the women i work with um and so one of them really is i think a quick one to think about is if you constantly find yourself comparing yourself to other people you know you constantly look at other people and think 
they're smarter than me, they're better than me, they're prettier than me, they're ahead than I am, you know, just constantly looking at other people and putting yourself down as a result. You know, that is a real sign right there that you're not valuing yourself, you're not acknowledging all the great skills and, and talents and gifts that you have. So if you find yourself comparing yourself to other people, that is a massive confidence killer right there. Another one is, you know, not trusting in your ability to make decisions. So, you know, there's something you want to do. You want to put yourself out there and you're just like, oh, you know, there's a lot of overthinking. There's a lot of, and of course it's important to, you know, think about a decision you want to make, weigh up the pros and cons. But the problem lies where you, you just continue, continuously overthink, overthink, overthink to the point where you just don't take any action at all. And what happens is, you know, you find opportunities passing you by. You find, you know, things you want to do just you know time passing by as well and you know it really is true when they say that you know it's not necessarily the smartest people um or the most knowledgeable people that get ahead and are successful really it's the it's the ones who are the most bold because you can have you know all this knowledge and all these skills but if you're not putting yourself out there and, and presenting that to the world letting people know what you have and your gifts i mean i see this all the time with interviews you know i help a lot of women for example with job interviews because you know, they, they're so, they're, they're great at what they do. And they're like, well, why aren't I getting a job? It's because they're not actually showcasing what they do. They're not, you know, confident enough to, to brag and say, hey, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. So, you know, it, it's about, you know, just d- downplaying yourself, you know, you're holding yourself back, um, negative thinking over time and uh, the mindset really. And I know I delved, this is something also I delved into is really about, you know, your, your your the way you speak to yourself if you constantly find yourself putting yourself down then that is a sign of low confidence so it's so important to be your 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 cheerleader you know really empower yourself so there are a number of quite a few things but these are the, the kind of I say three sort of three four key ones um first ones that I think are very important and you can identify kind of starting now yeah definitely and I think that as women as well it's really important that we do work on our confidence because like you were saying like the women that you um were talking about job interviews but this can apply to uni interviews sick form interviews whatever it is even if you're going for like your first job um that oftentimes the way that society views women is that if someone if a woman is bold she is bossy or if a man is bold he's assertive and I think that this is something that if we can start to work on this sort of mindset and not believing in this kind of misogynistic way that the world plays out sometimes that we can really then have a massive effect on the rest of our lives and how we tackle other things and how we just go against that and I think that as young women it's something that is really important to identify that if you are being told one thing that it's not necessarily the truth it can just be society's perception and it's really important that we build on our self-confidence especially as women um, because of some of the challenges that we may face um, throughout our lives that may be slightly different to the ones that men face so how can we start to sort of like work on that mindset around that and just being more confident as women yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, you know, as women, as humans, you know, I, I think really it's, it starts with looking inwards, you know, it's like you have all the amazing gifts, you have all the resources within you. And, you know, the, the trap that we very easily fall into is, you know, continuously looking externally for us to have that self-confidence, 
you know what can I how can I change the way I look how can I you know what can I buy what can I show other people to to get that validation to get you know more likes to get more comments or more messages whatever it is like constantly focusing on the outside I'm not saying those things are wrong you shouldn't do those things I mean I'm a I'm a huge advocate of like you know um you know working out obviously it's important you know um work you know um you know, boosting your appearance on the outside, all those things, you know, contribute to your self-confidence. But it's so, so, so important that, you know, what's going on for you inside, you spend as much time, you know, working on the inside as you do the outside. So, you know, in the same way that, for example, you know, you brush your teeth, you brush your hair uh, every day, and that just comes naturally, it's a habit. You know, it's also important to nurture your self-talk, your inner talk every day. And yes, you know, that, there are so many things. I mean, we could just hear one. Think about it. You know, you go out, you're all dressed up for the night and you have like 10 people, 15 people saying, you look amazing. You look so good. Where did you get that dress from? And you have one person saying, oh, you look, you look like you, you look a bit, oh, I don't know about that dress. Just one person just says something, a comment or like, oh, you look a bit different. Yeah. That, that, that one comment is going to stay with you the whole night and you're going to forget about all the other 15, 20 compliments that that one comment will stay with you and that's what happens over time it's like if you continue to focus on the negatives the things you don't like about yourself um over the the great qualities you have then over time you know this is what's going to you know become bigger in your mind so it's really for you to continuously focus and it's not just a one-time thing like continuously like look at yourself and you know do and this might sound a bit uncomfortable but actually if you don't want, okay, I'll say the mirror exercise after, but write down a list. I get down, you know, I get my clients to write down um, a list of like 20 great qualities that they have, you know, write it down. And I know it might be a bit difficult. A lot of people find this challenging and like, I, I don't know. And it's like, yeah, okay. But if I asked you to write down 20 things you don't like about yourself, I bet you'd be like, oh yeah, give me that pen. <laughs> Here I go. Yeah. You know, because you're so used to focusing on those things. So just start by thinking, what are the great qualities that I have? What are the great things that I've done? What makes me a great friend? What makes me a great person? What makes me great in my studies? What feedback have I received from people? You know, start pulling out these things within yourself. This is a, this is a great place to start. Yeah, definitely. And I think for some people that this will be their kind of first step into self-development and self-improvement. And I think that this is such a great area to start with because, again, it has a real impact on the whole of your life. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, one place to start and it, it definitely you know, is it's easier said than done, um, but really just trying to focus on the now. Yeah. Um, and again, like I said, it is, it is much easier to say, but it's something so important to train your mind to do. Because if you're always focusing, you know, I have, you know, you know, I have um, friends, family friends who are doing their uh, A-levels right now, they're at university. And I had a chat with someone the other day. Um, yeah, and he's a, he's a medical student. And, and, and all, you know, all he's thinking about is like his, um, what job he's going to do after, what he's going to specialize in, you know, what he's going to do after uni. And I was like, hey, enjoy the moment. Like, enjoy this. You will figure this out. You, you don't need to decide now, like in your third year of uni, what you're going to specialize in in a few, a few years down the line. You really don't need to carry that burden right now. You know, you can just enjoy. And, and the thing is, like, this is the beauty of life is that we're continuously figuring it out, you know. You know, we learn so much along the way. You can meet someone and, 
you know, actually for me, so my, I, I was planning to go into medicine initially. Um, I missed the grades initially for medicine. So I did an, my undergraduate degree in biomedical science. And then my plan was to go on to do um, post-grad medicine. Um, but actually halfway through my degree, I met a family friend who was a consultant in public health. She was a doctor and worked in public health. And um, the, in my university, they encouraged you to take a placement year in your third year of university, you know, to get um, experience. And I was like, wow, public health sounds really cool. And she was like, yeah, why don't you come and intern with us for a year? Um, you can come during a placement year intern. I was like, wow, this is incredible. <laughs> so I, I did a public health internship in London, um, working on really exciting projects on tuberculosis, on HIV and sexual health. And I was just like, wow, this is what I want to do. And so I did my final year at uni. Um, they actually offered me a job there, actually. And I was like, oh, my God, should I go back to uni or should I, you know, or should I um, take the job? And I think at the time I was just like, no, I think, you know, I don't want to postpone uni and, and all that. Obviously, it's important for me to finish my degree. So actually, yeah, I went back and uh, finished my last year of university. Uh, and then I did my master's in public health. So I studied that at King's. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I went down the public health route and I worked um, in public health for a couple of years. Um, so I worked, you know, at the age of 24, I worked my way up to a senior position at Public Health England, uh, working on the National Antibiotic uh, Resistance Programme. And, you know, one thing led to another. And then, you know, a li little bit later down the line, I then decided to, you know, start my own thing. But But what I'm trying to say is, you know, I never planned for any of that to happen. It was just like, one thing at a time, one conversation, one bit of insight, and I just let life unfold. So you really don't need to have it all figured out. You know, I think you're sucking the joy out of life. Um, if you're just putting that pressure on you now, all you need to, you know, focus on right now is the day to day. How can I make today the best day? How can I, you know, work hard today? That's it. And then tomorrow, do the same and the next day and the next day and the next day. Yeah, definitely. And I think that as well, this kind of leads into the next question I have for you that you spoke in the masterclass that saying no to opportunities is not going to serve you. So how can saying no to these things because of confidence really get in the way of creating the life of our dreams? And I think you kind of just touched on that as that life will unfold. And the more that you say yes, and like do these crazy things. And even if it's not a crazy thing, even if it's just a tiny baby step that really then life will kind of unfold in a way that you really enjoy. But how can saying no to these things because of confidence really get in the way of creating the life of our dreams yeah so one of the biggest things that hold uh people back and again this is something i see with the women i work with and and this is this but by the way this this continues so i'm really glad that you know i think you know the most of you listening now you're probably kind of um you know at school or university i love that you're listening to this now because it's so 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 important to identify this now because otherwise if you don't you know this these things can this mindset can stay with you in your 20s 30s 40s because it's just something you're so used to so used to thinking so used to doing so if you have awareness of it now that is amazing you're empowered to start making changes but you know one of the things that holds people back so much is you know this idea of perfectionism like no 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 I can't submit this I can't ask this question I can't share this idea I can't until it's absolutely perfect and that alone is such a shame because you know that one there's no such thing as perfect but two you know you're not you're not giving yourself enough credit you're not having the confidence to say actually this is good enough i believe that i've worked really hard this is great what i've done i'm going to put this forward i'm going to speak my mind and 
you know, I see this all the time. You know, so many people are letting, you know, months, years go by, holding themselves back from even just taking that first step because of perfectionism or because of fear of judgment from other people. Like, no, 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 no. I can't start this side business. People will be like, what are you doing? You're crazy. Why would you do that? You know, so because what, because other people's opinion of them is so much stronger than the opinion that they have of themselves. So this is it. Like you've got to just drown out the noise because, you know, if you continue to let all that get in the way, then you will continuously hold yourself back. And the thing is, you actually don't know what's on the other side of you saying yes to yourself. Um, you know, I really believe in a domino effect of when you say yes to yourself once, it's like, okay, wow, you know, you've put that out into the universe. You've sent that message to yourself of I'm someone who says yes to myself. Then you're like, ah, that felt good. I'm going to say yes again. I'm going to say yes again. And you'll continuously find doors opening for you. And I promise you that. I, I see it with everyone that I work with, anyone who's come to one of my workshops, who's worked with me one-on-one, because suddenly their mind has opened. They're like, actually, I can make this work. So, you know, really just allowing yourself to, self to take that first step. And the other thing that holds people back is, you know, this fear of, of, of messing up and getting it wrong. But one thing I'd love for you to take away from this podcast, and if there's only one thing that you're going to take away, I hope it's this. And, and that is, you know, allow yourself to mess up, allow yourself to make mistakes. You know, you're human, you're not meant to get it right firsthand all the time already. So if you if you worry that you're going to mess up and you're going to make a mistake, you're going to hold yourself back from so much in life. Trust in yourself and know that, you know, you are smart enough to figure it out. And this is a motto that I have for myself always. And it's, I will figure it out. I will figure it out. So that's not me saying, I know everything. I'm going to get it all right. I have all the answers. Absolutely not. But I trust in myself that I will figure it out. And guess what? I always do because that's what I tell myself. So yeah, it doesn't matter how much you know you mess up, you make mistakes. It doesn't mean that the path isn't right for you. It just means that you need to find something else, a plan B. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's something that, because everyone like because we are so young it's quite hard to kind of see that because we haven't gone through that but I think that's definitely something that you start to then believe in as you go through and like you said it's so important or it's such a bonus really learning about this now so young because it's really going to mean that the more like you said start saying yes to yourself you're going to start saying to yes to things so much earlier on and you're going to be on that path so much earlier so you're really going to have that advantage so yeah I really do definitely believe that that is so important so in the masterclass you shared with us a couple of clips about your journey with confidence from when you're working um, with the Public Health England and also now being a coach on confidence. Um, how has that, how has your journey been and how did you really just kind of come out of your shell and really start to just, how has that changed your life? Yeah, it definitely has been a journey um, and I definitely feel quite proud looking back as well, you know, when I when I look back and think, wow, the things that, you know, there, there were times where certain things used to terrify me. And now it's like, it's just second nature, you know, I'm just doing it without thinking about it. And so that's, you know, it really, I think this just highlights alone that, it, you know, 
just because you're scared of something now and you don't feel very confident in doing it now, it doesn't mean that you're always going to feel that way. So for me, yeah, um, as, as I mentioned in my story that I actually worked my way up very quickly at a young age. So within my within the team um, at Public Health England, I was uh, at a senior level within the team at the age of 24. So naturally that meant that I had a lot of responsibilities. I had to chair meetings. I had to speak at large conferences. And the thing is, no one really prepares you for this. No one, you know, no one really teaches you about public speaking, about presentations. You're just kind of thrown in at, at the deep end. And one one thing for me is yeah well actually I yeah so I gave um I had this call from my manager and she said to me she's like look there's this conference coming up um it's in Manchester I want you to go and I want you to to speak you know on the topic of antibiotic resistance and there's going to be about 200 people there (laughs) and I remember just absolutely freaking out on the phone I was like what you know my my stomach just (laughs) dropped I was in my head I was like no way but, you know, of course, you, you know, in, in order to, to work your way up in your career, in order to, to do well, you have to have to say yes. You have to say yes. You have to jump at opportunities. You actually have to put yourself, you have to present yourself as someone who is willing to take on opportunities as well, who's willing to say yes. Yeah. And so, of course, I just was like, yeah, of course, I'd love to <laughs> put in my head, you know, I was freaking out. Um, I was like, sure. And then, you know, yeah, I I did this presentation and I was there and I remember, oh my gosh, I still remember it now. I could see, you know, all the people in the audience, they're all healthcare professionals and the panel, the whole panel was, you know, they were all like directors, um, CEOs. And I was like, what is little me doing here on the panel, on the same panel as all of these people who've been in the game for like 20 more years than I have. Um, so all of that was going on and I was like shaking and I was, you know, um, I was worried. and I actually, I remember I actually went to, um, one of the, uh, the, the, the men on the panel or the guys and he was, I think he was a director who was very senior and, and, and something. And I was really nervous. And I said to him, um, what, what if someone asked a question and I don't know the answer and he was just like, well, that's fine. You know, um, you just tell them I'll take your uh, I'll take your details and I'll be happy to, you know, send you an email um, with that. You know, I'll just say, and you know, I don't quite know the answer, but let me take your details and I'm happy to, you know, send you an email with the response with more information. And that was one of my biggest fears as well. Oh my gosh, what if someone asked me a question? But I think to, to almost like com- combat the, the fear and overcome it beforehand, that was a huge relief for me in itself. But, you know, I stood up there and, yeah, I was shaking. I was nervous. The video is still up there on YouTube. I know I put it in the masterclass and, you know, I didn't want to even look up. I hated it so much. But then, you know, the moral of the story really for me was, you know what? I didn't die. (laughs) I survived. I survived. And, wow. And then, you know, I had to do more speaking. Then I I got invited to speak at the Houses of Parliament uh, about antibiotic resistance. And I had to speak again and again and again. And so naturally, you know, over time, my confidence grew. And that's it, though. You know, it's no one, I don't think anyone is naturally confident. It's, it only comes from doing. And I, to be honest, I was very lucky and not everyone is lucky in the sense um, that I had managers that were supportive of me. I had a manager who I remember when I had to develop this forum uh, and then I was, I said to my manager, okay, now I need to find someone to chair the meetings. And she was like, 
you're going to do it. And I was like, what? No, I'm not. She's like, yes, yes, you are. I believe you can do it. You've got this. And even just hearing that, you know, like, you've got this, you can do it. I suddenly was like, oh, okay, I guess I can do it. You know, just even hearing someone else be that voice. And and you're not always going to get that voice from someone else. That's why you absolutely need to to be that voice for yourself. You can't rely on other people to, to, to give you that voice. But for me, it's like just hearing that. I was like, oh, okay, wow. And so it just over time, you know, just doing things that made me feel uncomfortable. And now, you know, I, like I said, I speak, I, I get hired to speak now. I run my own events. I, I speak in, large, in front of large audiences and I absolutely love it. So, you know, for someone who absolutely used to hate public speaking to loving it, it just shows that, you know, if you just put yourself out there, you practice enough, you could find that, you know, you actually, you know, love to do something that you hate. But public speaking, for example, is a skill that is important to learn. It is important to, to master, you know, communication. And like I said before, even presenting yourself as someone, and I know that what helped me uh, and, and what, you know, how I came across positively to, to managers and, and they, they liked me and put me forward is because I came across as very, you know, willing and eager and enthusiastic. And um, I actually had a conversation, you know, yesterday with someone, I went out to dinner with friends and um, one of the, the women I met there, one of the girls, she was saying that she's been going for interviews and hasn't had any luck. And one of the reasons, you know, she asked, if, I said, have you asked for feedback? And she said, yes. They all say that, you know, I come second uh, when I apply for jobs. They, I meet all the criteria. I'm really great. But what's holding me back is the kind of enthusiasm, the passion. I, I don't come across as, you know, very sort of, yeah, um, that that level of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's holding her back. So I was like, okay, you know, let's you know, have a conversation, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to talk about this. But see, I mean, that, that in itself. So I think it's so important not to underestimate, you know, the social skills and the confidence when it comes to engaging and talking to people because that is what is massively going to get you ahead. Like you said, you could have all the skills, you can have all the grades and everything, but at the same time, you need these other skills, which is why I'm really passionate about putting them forward in style study because yes, like whilst like having all that revision and everything is fab, we need to then be able to transfer these grades into real life things like jobs careers presentations etc etc and that comes with a whole host of other skills so that is why I really really was so so happy for you to have a masterclass inside the membership because I really just do think it's such a key life skill and like we've discussed already having this at such an early age is going to put you so far ahead of the competition so how can people who are listening to this right now make one step towards just being a little bit more confident and just getting the most out of their life? Yeah, great question. So I'd say uh, the place to start would be starting off your day in an empowering way. <laughs> I was laughing that rhymes. I never mean it to rhyme. <laughs> it sounds cheesy <laughs> when I say it. Um, so yeah, starting your day off really well, you know, starting your day off like you're ready to take on the day. Um, you know, how you start your day has a huge impact on how the rest of your day goes. You know, if you wake up like, oh, another day, or if you wake up, you know, and the first thing you do is just scroll on social media, you know, you're essentially just stamping on your brain. You're just like stepping on your brain. You're stepping on that creativity. You're stepping on the ability to just have that clear mind to just think and, you know, connect with yourself and think, how do I feel today? What's on my mind today? So, you know, if you can, I'd say 
don't look at your phone first thing in the morning. You know, all my clients that do this, it ends up changing their life because they're just like, wow, I didn't realize just how busy my mind was um, mm. from doing this. So, you know, just having a clear mind, starting your day off well and, you know, telling yourself today is going to be a great day. And you can do that by, you know, saying some positive words to yourself, look in the mirror and just be like, today is a great day. You know, yeah. I'm good. I'm strong. I'm healthy. You know, saying thank you to the things that you're feeling good about. You know, even practicing gratitude creates this abundant mindset, which really helps you to feel much stronger and more confident. Um, even visualizing your day, like close your eyes and just have a think about how the day ahead is going to go. So by just doing this first thing in the morning, you're in control of your life. You know, you're in the driver's seat and you're proactive. You've decided how the day is going to go. And then just by setting that intention, you'll realize that you'll, it'll help you so much more to, you know, respond to what comes your way in a much more positive way throughout the day. And you'll start taking those steps. So I'd say, yeah, my first thing is to start first thing in the morning, really start in a very empowering and, and positive way. Yeah, I love that. And I think for me as well, I actually do that. I look and I go every morning, I say, today is going to be a great day five times. And at first I thought I was going crazy, but it really does have that like positive impact. And I think your mindset is so key. And at the moment recently, I had a few busy weeks and I was just feeling really bogged down and I was really stressed. And I noticed that it was kind of impacting not only sort of like my inner self, but I noticed that it was affecting everyone around me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take a step back mentally and my workload really hasn't changed too much. I'm still doing the things that are really important, the things that need to be done. I'm not missing any deadlines or anything. I've just taken out a couple of those tasks that which is really itty bitty, not really like that important. And if I have to do them, just working smart on them, not working hard. And it's really just made me feel like I can do this. Like I am a lot more confident. And I think that that mindset when you start to actually live more positively makes you feel more confident and like you can achieve things and you can tackle things, but also that you can take a step back and that like students are very busy. Like I know that myself um, and just, just yeah just taking that step back I still get everything done that I need to do but I just feel so much more relaxed with it I just yeah been having a bit of a transformation in that area oh that's amazing to hear Ella well done to you and <laughs> it's you know I'm glad to hear that you you speak to yourself in a positive way every morning and you found that clearly it's really effective yeah um, and it's really powerful what you said about working smarter not harder you know you realize hey I don't need to be like a busy body and overstressing myself overwhelm myself why don't I take a step back and really focus on what matters? That's really powerful. Yeah, but I even think like I, like I said, I'm still kind of doing the same workload. Yes, I've taken out a couple of tasks, but really not that much per day if you think about it. But just coming at it with a more positive, more confident mindset, like I just feel more in the flow of things. I feel more like in control and I just feel like I can take a step back even though I'm not really taking a step back it feels like that just because my outlook towards things and my mindset towards things have totally changed so I really wanted to like reiterate that today that like even if you're not changing what you're doing within your life your mindset and the way that you go and you tackle these things um with more confidence and with a more positive attitude just changes the way that you feel even if nothing actually changes absolutely it, it's it's so true and and you know to delve a bit deeper into that within yourself it's like you know if you think about why you're feeling stressed why you're feeling overwhelmed why you're feeling anxious you know we can very easily blame oh it's, i've got too much work or this is going on this is going on 
but often it's actually you know how you view it it's maybe that it's often the pressure that you're putting on yourself yeah. i.e to get it done within a certain time frame or it's the pressure of you thinking i'm not good enough or people's expectations of you whatever it is so yeah if you actually shift the mindset become aware of the stories you're telling yourself about it you'll realize that actually like you said it isn't necessarily the task that had it's you it's you and your mindset and your beliefs about it that's actually causing you the stress and overwhelm yeah definitely I kind of was in that mode because I recently just had a really busy period of doing like webinars and a product launch and everything like that and I got into that mentality that I need to be doing loads of work and I need to be really busy and work needs to be hard and now I've taken on a degree as well and like all these other things that I was like okay I need to take a step back and I really need to learn to balance things and I haven't like like I said I really haven't changed anything in fact my life has just got a bit more busy but because it got more busy I was like okay I need to focus on the things that are really important to me and will push things forward um and then just kind of go with the flow and it really like it's just made me feel a lot better because I feel like yes I can do this I'll find my figure it out I like you said and I will just like carry on going and now everything just feels like I'm able to take an hour out in the day whereas before I'd literally wake up being in the office at nine not finish till about seven and I was and I just I'm still doing the same amount of work so I really think that yeah that mindset shift and the way that you view things just can really optimize your life that's self-love there right there by the way that is all self-love right there it's amazing and I'm so happy for you that you've you know identified this so um, at, at this age you know um, it's, it's really great because it's going to help you so much more um, in the future absolutely it's like you're filling your own you're, you're pouring into your own cup essentially yeah so you're resting you're giving yourself that time I think there's so much you know pressure as well of this like hustle culture yeah. yeah it's great to be working all the time and burning ourselves out look how much I'm working but but at what, at what expense though you know and the work I do is very much about you know my, my clients are very successful they're high achievers they're literally bosses in what they're doing but it's like okay that's great but if you're feeling burnt out and exhausted and you know overwhelmed at the same time what's the point in it all what's yeah. the point and you know, it doesn't mean anything. Like, what, what are you doing this for? And so that's why it's so important alongside that to create like the quality in your life, to create, like you said, flow. You need to be in flow, but we're not, there's more of an emphasis on just work and get results. But it's, yeah. it's like nonsense, really. Like if it doesn't mean anything, if you're feeling exhausted. So yeah, it's like managing your time, taking a step back. And I'm actually taking a step back right now this week. Uh, it's something I identified as well. I was feeling a little bit, um, there's so much going on for me. You know, you go through periods and it's a very busy time work-wise. Um, and I was like, you know what? My body's telling me to just slow down right now. So um, yeah, I'm actually, yeah, I've got a lot of self-care plan for this week. A lot of like yoga classes, like meditation, just going into nature and getting creative because I know that that's like what I need to feel good I need to you know rejuvenate and recharge and yeah so I can really bounce back and I think you know for me as well I used to feel very guilty you know I'm I'm you know I, I was an a-grade student at, at school and you know I've always done well academically and so I've always put this pressure on myself you know to work 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 and and then I started my business and I was like working like crazy in the business you know for the first few years and I never really, if I had a break, I would feel guilty. I'd be like, no, 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 I should be doing. No, no, I should be doing something. Why am I sitting here? 
And it's like, that's so hard on yourself, you know? And I, I wasn't, and now when I, that I've learned over time to take a step back, relax more and, you know, chill. And my business, you know, grateful is that it's doing so much better than it was when I was in hustle mode. Yeah, definitely. Um, because yeah, it's about working smarter, not harder. You know, it's like, I'm not having to prove to myself constantly. It's like, no, 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 I've got this, you know, taking it one day at a time and trusting as well. And I think that with studying, people are going to be like, yeah, we're talking about business. But no, with studying, like I'm literally doing it right now because um, I just started my degree on Wednesday. And I mean, I'm only like one day into it because I do it part time. But in terms of that, like it's really just been about trusting myself, knowing that I will do my best and then just really deciding like like we've said this whole time like working smart not working hard what are the tasks that for me are going to give me the results what are the ones that are a bit faffy and that maybe I can either find a way to speed them up or optimize them or what is a way that I can just um let them go because is it really that necessary and I think that one great way that you can do this if you are a student and you're listening to this now and you want like one quick practical tip look at your homework, look at the work that you do outside of school, because chances are in school, your teacher or in university or in wherever you are, sick form, your teacher is going to want you to do the work that they set you in class. However, when you are out and you are doing your own revision and you're really then taking charge of your own work, when it comes to homework and revision, really thinking about, okay, is this task that I'm about to do going to really help me? If it's something that you already know off the back of your, like, back of your hand, like, um, you can re- recite it off by heart, is it, des- is it necessarily going to push that needle for you? And you can always contact your teacher and be like, look, I think I know this. Can I have something either harder or something more expansive? Because at the same time, it's like people that when you are revising, like you'll read the textbook for like two hours and then you'll write some flashcards. But you can write the flashcards at the same time as reading the textbook. It's really about learning how to optimize those tasks and learning how to yeah just work a bit quicker um and time blocking is great for that as well but yeah just learning to work a bit quicker and like we've said throughout this whole thing having that confidence that you're going to be able to do it because it will give you that motivation and it will give you that real like yes I can do it yes I trust my decisions and knowing that like you will move forward and this is right for you such powerful words right there Ella Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I cannot wait for people to listen to this episode. So for anyone that is wanting to maybe find out more about what you do and maybe learn a bit more about confidence to have a more deep dive, where can they find you? Yes, absolutely. So um, I'm mainly on Instagram. So you can find me uh, there on coach underscore Alia. And I also have a podcast too. So it's called the Women Who Flourish podcast. Um, And it's all about all things confidence, self-love. I bring in guests as well. We talk about imposter syndrome, anxiety, mental health, self-love. And you can find that on Spotify, iTunes. So do definitely tune in. Um, And yeah, if you have any questions, you know, you have uh, anything or any, you know, anything from this podcast that you've enjoyed today and that you just want to share that you've taken away, please do feel free to drop me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear your thoughts and, and if you have an answer any questions that you have. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today and we will catch you next week with a brand new episode of the Stylish Study Show. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think by leaving us a review. And for more fun, make sure you follow us on our socials at stylishstudy underscore and head to stylishstudy.com forward slash free dash ebook. That's stylishstudy.com forward slash free dash ebook for your free guide to grade boosting success. Catch you next week.